0: For the first time ever at a start of a podcast, I can finally say this. Blue Shirts Breakaway is brought to you by patrons supporting this podcast. Over the past week, we've had a much larger number of people than I could have ever imagined support us. Join our Discord chat and warm our cold, cold hearts with kind words and support. And I just wanted to say thank you so much. If you wanted to become a Blue Shirts Breakaway supporter, it's not too late. You can always holla for a dollar at us at patreon.com slash blue shirts breakaway. Let's get this started. Go, 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 go. Bye. Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirts Breakaway. My name is Ryan Mead, and I'm here with my co-host Gregory Keppelin, who's calling in from the phone because we haven't bought us new mic yet. Greg, say hello.
1: To be fair, I was on the computer in the future, He you the, kicked me off the computer.
0: At the end of this podcast, your Wi-Fi was a little bit of robot and I had to kick you off so we could do a, at least a quality podcast. I don't, I don't know what was happening, first time in forever, but... That's a little bit behind the scenes. On, on today's show, we have our show notes, which is our new segment where we correct ourselves every time we were wrong. Uh, then we're going to talk about a bunch I'm of, never, of... I'm never wrong. Never wrong, except for when I tell you about the times no. you were wrong last podcast. And then we're going to talk about all, news, all these outcoming injuries that are coming from the Rangers at this point in time that we did not know about. We're going to have... Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the the Rangers still interested in Kovalchuk, which is very interesting, uh, even though we said we should they should not be. Uh, teams are inquiring about Nitzirato. We'll talk about that, too. And then from there, we're going to talk about Miku's single, and then we're going to bring on a moderator for the Golden Knights subreddit, which is surprisingly growing at an alarming rate, and to talk to him about there's, how there's no fans of that team just yet, and also how he got a tattoo on his ass. Is that, a good, is that a good summary of what's going on today, Greg?
1: I think alarming's the wrong word. Encouraging is the word I would use. Okay. I, I, well, we, want, we want more hockey fans.
0: We do. You're right. We do.
1: Uh, alarming is the wrong word,
0: and good for the Golden Knights, and good for Vegas. Let's start, though, with our show notes segment. Last week on this show, we said that, uh, I said Helberg went to the Chinese League, and that was wrong. He signed to the cool and red star of the KHL, not the Asia League. But, however, there is an Asia hot Ice Hockey League, and it was forward in 2003. Did you know that? There you go. Sure. Uh- Sure, Everybody. I knew also, all of that. Also, last week I said on this podcast, Grop and Sean Day played on the same team. They do not. And also, Greg has said at the 950 mark, so just we prove Greg is wrong, that Day was in the AHL, which he was not. Um, he will be in the AHL next I year. The,
1: I think he said he was in the OHL and he's in the WHL or something like that.
0: Something like that. We'll do show notes for that next week. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, let's do this first. Hank was uh, diagnosed with a grade 1 MCL sprain and should be going for the start of next season. Should this be of any concern to us?
1: No. Uh, and I think it says something about the... the. I mean, the fact that Hank won a world championship on one leg is pretty damn impressive because the injury was sustained prior to the final from the reports out there.
0: Right. And, I, you know, I don't want to blame Nylander. Probably... Uh, didn't really make it much better when he tackled him, but this is the same injury, by uh, the way. I, I
1: don't think that I don't think that mattered at all. I
0: don't think it mattered at all. That was kind of the point I was getting to, but this is the same injury well, appa- apparently that Nash had, um, in the playoffs, uh, that was just revealed also. So when I was watching Rick Nash trying to do a breakaway and he couldn't get his legs underneath him, and I watched him <laughs> squint, and he was obviously in pain, uh, that's because he also had a grade one MCL sprain. So he'll be good to go for the next season too, but he was also injured. The next injury we had, but uh, before we move on, does that explain anything about Nash in the playoffs or is that just
1: standard Nash playoffs? Uh, you know, you're giving Nash a hard time. Nash was one of the better Rangers in the playoffs. You realize that, right? I do realize that. I'm not really giving him a hard
0: time. Uh, I'm just I'm kind of making fun of him, I'm kind of poking fun at, the, at Nash because he's been particularly not good in the playoffs for us. I would
1: – usually when you're making fun of someone, that's giving him a hard time.
0: Hmm. 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 Well, and this time, uh, listen. Nash was fine. You're right; he was fine. But he did—he was—he'd did have a grade one MCL sprain. So, what could I really say about that?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: It's—I mean, you know what? Here's what bugs me: How come we don't know about this okay. injury sooner? Like, why aren't these revealed?
1: <laughs> the NHL is the weirdest league when it comes to injuries. I mean, think about it. They don't even classify. Normally, a team won't even say what part of the body is injured. Usually, they say a player has sustained a lower body injury or an upper body injury. They usually, the only time we get specifics is when a team source reveals it to a beat writer. Just, the NHL is the weirdest when it comes to injuries. I I don't know. I don't know.
0: I just don't understand. But like, why am Rangers- I finding out three weeks later that? or Well, we we'll get to this right now. Yes, Perfas is having hip surgery and is expected to be out till November. Like. How am I just finding out this that he had he was going to need hip surgery now? And by the way, when he gets back in November, it's not he's going to be up to speed.
1: Well, I, I think the the every the old saying goes: when, once you get to the playoffs, everyone's playing injured. And I think the maybe most accurate example of that is on breakup day for the Senators after the series with the Penguins, um, management literally ran down the entire roster and said everyone either needed surgery or was playing through a serious sprain and will need weeks of recovery. It was the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen. Uh, as far as Foss goes, there are two ways you could look at this. One, it sucks that the Rangers could potentially be without Jesper Foss for a month to start next season. And who knows how long it'll take to be able to play into shape. You can also look at the fact that Vegas ain't going to want to draft a guy that's hurt. Are you Sure.
0: Because I don't I don't think that um, – for me, I don't think that affects me if I'm the Vegas team. Like, I, I know Jesper Fast is a good player. If I'm,
1: if I'm Vegas and my goal is to be good out of the gate, I think drafting a player that will need at least, one, a full month of recovery before the season starts to even get on the ice and then, two, probably another month to get up to game speed, I I think it would sway me. When the other players available from the Rangers, Lindbergh, Grabner, Ronto could slide in for them day one, I, I think it absolutely will. When – the Rangers have three players as closely bunched or four players as closely bunched as they do in terms of who um, Vegas could draft. I think an injury does play a major role into what their decision is going to be. That's especially fair. this isn't Frost's first hip surgery. He had hip surgery last year as well. It's the same. It's the same
0: surgery apparently as Lindbergh also who had surgery on May 6th. So he'll also be back around and October. Lind-
1: Lindbergh. Well, no Lindbergh had it last year, I believe.
0: Is that true? Oh, sorry, last year. You're right. Last year. Yeah. My bad.
1: The show notes. Yeah, the show same notes surgery show notes. Last notes, year notes. And he, missed, he played in he missed he played the the with the better Hank. part of yeah. six weeks to start the season. You're
0: right. And he played with Hank this year in this in the final the championships. That's where he was. Sure did. Um, okay. All right. That's good. Got he that out of the he way. He was also
1: playing in the playoffs after May sixth. So That's correct. That's why just, my brain just
0: my brain just exploded. May sixth last year.
1: There we go. Lunatic. Yeah, but Foss, Foss has has had hip surgery before and he had it last year. So back to back off seasons where Foss needs hip surgery. Yeah, I, I I do think the surgery plays is going to play a role in who Vegas selects. And it just seems like the more and more we read up on the expansion process, the more and more likely it feels either Vegas is going to take Ronta or the Rangers are going to trade Ronta before the draft to get value for him.
0: Because at this point, it really is looking like Vegas is going to want to take Ronta as the number one primary option. So I mean, he's a cheap goaltender. I don't know.
1: I, I, I don't know. I don't know necessarily number one primary option. There are a couple other goaltenders available. No, I'm from um, the Rangers.
0: It, like that's like the that seems to be the top choice that Vegas wants to take from us. Is what it, I mean. It feels
1: it. like it's going to come down. It it feels like Ranta is in the pole position, and then Lindbergh or Grabner are the only other two guys that Vegas is considering. Uh, but it does it does feel like ranta and the report today is if the rangers do trade ranta to another team before the draft they're not only going to want compensation for ranta but they're basically going to consider it like look if we're trading you ranta this means we're losing grabner or lindbergh so you have to give us players for them too
0: right and i don't really see a team doing that uh but maybe i mean talbot really worked out for the oilers maybe ranta could really work out somewhere else It's not like he's been bad for us. It might be a situation
1: where instead of the Rangers simply getting a third round pick for Ranta, maybe they might be able to get a second.
0: Is that enough? I don't think that's enough.
1: I mean, it beats losing him for nothing.
0: That's true. Yeah, it it is tough. This Vegas thing is really throwing a wrench in this whole offseason. And I don't really even know what we're going to do other than we'll get to that once free agency show happens. Uh, Next piece of news. Rangers have not told either Dan Girardi or Mark Stahl to expect a buyout prior to the expansion draft, nor has management asked either veteran defenseman to waive their no move clause. Is this a surprise for us?
1: Uh, No, I don't think so. They don't have to yet. The Rangers still have 14, two weeks, basically, to make a decision on both those players. And the Rangers need to decide what they're going to do first before they can tell Girardi and Stahl what they're going to do. And it's not an easy decision even if it's the right decision to buy out a player and the Rangers have to make the finances work. They have to see if they can move some contracts before they get to Girardi and stall. And there's a lot that goes into it. The fact that the Rangers on June 5th, haven't had a conversation with Girardi and stall when they don't need to make a decision until June 18th, doesn't really bother me that much. I think they're doing their due diligence. They're trying to find what they can and can't do with those contracts They're talking with other teams to see if there's even interest in their players It it doesn't doesn't faze me in the slightest. There's no point in telling a player, hey, you're not going to be with us when June 18th comes around. You can't find a trade partner. You don't want to release the guy, and all of a sudden he is with you. That's just that's an even more awkward conversation to have. So, no, doesn't doesn't bother me at all. I don't think it tips the Rangers' hand at all. Uh, I just think they're talking with management first and foremost, then talking with other teams, and they'll know what they want to do by the 18th. But they don't need to know what they they want to do by July June fifth.
0: But couldn't they protect another player if they did end up buying one of these two people out? And I'm mostly Girardi is like the person they're probably gonna mostly buy out. So why wouldn't they do that to protect another player?
1: I mean could there a player the Rangers are dying to protect?
0: I guess not on defense at all. The more I look at it. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's a player the Rangers I mean, yeah, it would be nice to protect either Grabner or Lindbergh but I, I I don't think
0: it's not worth the risk of maybe being of the Rangers, able to ship out the entire contract or at least some the purpose of the Rangers they, salary go ahead Greg sorry
1: the purpose of the Rangers getting Girardi or Stall off the books is to clear salary cap space it is not to protect another player from the expansion draft I think the primary focus on moving those guys is to just open up the books I think a byproduct would be the ability to protect another player I don't necessarily think that's the motivation behind doing it.
0: It's just, it's so strange that they haven't even talked to them about, like, listen, guys, this is a, a chance. This might happen. Well, I, why,
1: why, well, no, but that, that, that's the dumb conversation to have. Because what if nothing, what if the Rangers can't do anything and then they have to keep Girardi in stall?
0: That's a nightmare. There's
1: no point in saying, yeah, well, there's no point in sitting down with those guys and being like, we want to get rid of you, but we couldn't. So here you are. Like, there's no practical reason to have that conversation. The only time the Rangers are going to bring up buying out Girardi or Stahl is when they decide that's what they have to do. And if that's the day before the deadline, that's when they'll do it. I don't I don't think Girardi and Stahl necessarily – they're not dumb. I don't think they are under the impression the discussion isn't happening. It just wouldn't make sense as a front office to go to a player and be like, we don't want you, and then have to return to that player and say – we don't want you, but we have to keep you. Right. And then that, that's, that's a killer. So why why have the conversation two weeks before you need to have a decision? It doesn't make any sense.
0: What do you think the percentage is, the percentage chance, that both these players are on the team again next year?
1: Both? I would say 10%. It's That's rather, that's rather I think. Long. I. I think it's a near guarantee that one of them will not be. I think it is... An unfortunate situation where one of them will be, but I, I think the odds of both of them being here is highly unlikely.
0: Do we both still agree that Girardi is the one that ends up not being on this team?
1: I think so. Uh, it's an easier pill to swallow than Stahl. Stahl's got five years left on his deal. Oh uh, Girardi, God. I think, only has two or three. I, I, I think the, the cap hit on Girardi over the long term will be lower than if you tried to buy out Stahl. That is very true. And uh, I think the, but just And I think I think the Rangers I think the Rangers might convince themselves yet again that Stall might have something left in the tank when he doesn't.
0: Yeah, we both agree that he doesn't though. I, or or do we? Because he did play hurt. He did have a concussion. He had the eye injury. Maybe he could come back and have something left in the tank or is it it's just all over now? Yeah, but
1: Stall hurt Stall's hurt every year. At some point I, at, at some point if a player keeps getting hurt and he's older, you just have to kind of accept the fact that there's nothing left in the tank.
0: And at this point, it certainly looks that way. I just can't help but think yeah, I, that we still—I know I'm, uh, I'm on this. If if we didn't play, if AV didn't mismanage, we could have beaten Ottawa, and I think we could have taken the Penguins just as far as they did. Oh, that makes me so angry. Sure. I know. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the know. past. I shouldn't be talking about it anymore. Um, speaking of which, did yeah, you, and
1: aV's not AV's not going anywhere. So get used to it, buddy.
0: No, he's still here f- till 2019 at least. Um, did you watch at all in any of the Stanley Cup uh, for Game 3?
1: Uh, I went to bed when it was one nothing Penguins.
0: Okay. Uh, it was a bloodbath on Nashville's side afterwards, in case you're wondering. You probably know that already. Uh, do you give Nashville a chance now to win this series, or is it still Penguins uh, the Penguins series to take?
1: Well, the old adage is it's not a series until the home team loses. So if the Predators hold serve tonight, and we'll know this by the time the podcast is posted tomorrow, yep, I'd say the Predators have just as good of a chance to win this series after tonight if they win than they did before Game One. Um, they they have, but at the same time, Predators have to prove they can win in Pittsburgh. None of it matters if they can't win in Pittsburgh.
0: And the very basic analysis there, but it is true. I just want PK Subban to win this goddamn cup. I just want it so bad. Uh, and the, the National I think him
1: him getting him getting to the final is enough for me. They, the Predators so clearly won that trade that it's not even funny.
0: The bad breath comment and Sidney Crosby being Sidney Crosby once again. A bitch? Yeah, a bitch. Yeah, a bitch. You said it, not me, but I, I said it too, so never mind. Uh, I just don't why, – why would he make something like that up? Like to stir controversy for no reason? I don't understand. Because he's a bitch. I, yeah, I don't get he's
1: it. He's a bitch. I, uh... He's a bitch. Look, we've had this conversation with our group of friends. There are some players that are simply bitches. Like, (laughs) doesn't matter how hard they try, doesn't matter what they do, at the end of the day, everything comes back to them being a bitch, and Sidney Crosby is that kind of player.
0: Other players like this, maybe in the NHL, is Corey Perry, would you consider a bitch?
1: No, see, now, there's a difference between Corey Perry and Sidney Crosby. Corey Perry is a dirtbag. He plays dirty, but when something dirty happens to him, he doesn't whine about it. He, like... That's part of the game, the Corey Perry. He knows the dance he's getting into. What makes you a bitch is you do something questionable, and then you whine about it after the fact if it happens to you. So when when Sidney Crosby gets slashed on the hands uh, and a penalty is called and he's whining for the refs, and then he goes down the ice and literally cuts off the tip of Mark Matho's finger. Yes. And when no penalty is called, even when a penalty was clearly should have been called, he goes, well, that's just hockey. Uh, that is bitch qualities. And this, this whole conversation came up. For the first time, I'm angry that we podcasted early on a Monday. That was like a mistake missed, by us. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, missed, we missed the Bryce Harper-Hunter Strickland feud. And we were having a long conversation with uh, our friend Alex Surt, who's a big Nationals fan. And I was explaining to him that Bryce Harper's a bitch. And he got angry at me that he thought I was calling Bryce Harper a bitch because he charged the mound. And I said, no, no. Bryce Harper's a bitch not because he charges the mound. Charging the mound is Bryce Harper's attempt to hide his bitchness. What makes him a bitch is then he tries to throw his helmet at Hunter Strickland, misses by I think at he... least 7,000 yards. Oh, it was, it was yards.
0: awful throw. I think he realizes that if he throws the helmet at Hunter Strickland, he's done. Like he's gonna get suspended for. I a don't lot think he longer. realizes
1: that. I I think okay. I think Bryce Harper tried to throw that helmet as hard as he could at Hunter Strickland, and his soft, moist hand <laughs> had it slip out of his breast. And then he tries to throw punches at Hunter Strickland, and all that he ends up doing is eating a couple. And that made Bryce that that makes Bryce Harper a bitch. Like Bryce Harper is the Sidney Crosby of Major League Baseball. He's a supremely talented player, who is just a bitch, and he's in my mind impossible to like now I say this and someone will go oh yeah but if he was on the Rangers you'd love him uh yeah I would uh, you think if Sidney Crosby was a Ranger I'd love him but you know what if Sidney Crosby was a Ranger I'd admit that he's a fucking bitch <laughs> I'd have no problem doing it
0: it's true I think we, I think best we example
1: would. I can give you best example I can give you Matt Harvey biggest bitch in the whole wide world but when he's if he throws a complete game shutout that's my bitch <laughs> that's my guy
0: that's your guy but man
1: every every 300 the rest of the 364 days out of the year matt harvey fucking bitch that yeah. is all he is
0: that's it he's a bitch and welcome to the cursing section of the podcast welcome everyone
1: holla for a I, see now hold on hold on hold okay on. bitch is not a curse word whoa bitch is not curse
0: word.
1: if people if i hear the word bitch on television so it cannot be a curse word. oh
0: i hear the f word on television
1: <laughs> not not intentionally though
0: no, I hear it like on FX now, they do that. They've been getting pretty lenient. Yeah, well, it,
1: I don't know, F, FX, FX might as well be like a premium channel. It at might this as point. well at this point. I'm, t- I'm talking about a word that would be on, you know, one of your standard channels. Like,
0: okay, I bitch guess,
1: would have been a word used in three broke girls.
0: But you can't say, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, you can't say asshole, okay. but you can say ass. Yeah, well... So asshole is a curse exactly. word, exactly, right?
1: Asshole, asshole, is a curse word. Ass okay. is not a curse word. All right,
0: fine, fair. I, I, bitch might not be it. Okay, so Matt Harvey. We ha- here's our list of bitches. We have Matt Harvey, Sidney Crosby, Bryce Harper. Uh, NFL. Did we agree one? on a
1: basketball one?
0: No. Uh, but it's Chris Paul. It's definitely Chris Paul. Ball.
1: Chris Paul. I don't a bitch. I, see. I think. I think Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul funders, falls under that Corey Perry category, where I think he knows he's a dirty player. Hmm. If you know you're a dirty player and you expect dirty things to happen to you, I don't think that makes you a bitch. Like being hate here's the thing that people get confused at when when we're calling someone a bitch, it's not that they're hateable, it's their actions. So <laughs> like like Claude Giroux, I fucking hate Claude Giroux. But he's not a bitch. There's nothing about Claude Giroux that makes him a bitch outside of the fact that he plays for the Flyers. That's that's not enough. Like you have to you have to have the qualities of a bitch to be a bitch. I right, think right. When, when Bryce
0: Harper's um, honestly, a Yankee or a Cub, he's still a bitch.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. LeBron's got some bitch quality. That was
0: my next go-to. I was like, it might be LeBron. It really might be LeBron. LeBron
1: is – he's a bit whiny. A bit? And whiny is ah, – he's a lot whiny. He's very whiny. At the, but I, here's the thing about LeBron. He doesn't really – he doesn't really do anything wrong. Like, Ever. he whines, right? That's his big problem. But – he plays the game properly. You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't, he does, he does,
0: on the court, other than I mean, like complaining about, which is everyone does that, except for like the Spurs. Right. The he refs. doesn't,
1: he doesn't just get up in someone's face and then whine about it. He, don't get me wrong. He asserts his dominance over some guys, but he does it in a way that's like, yeah, I'm fucking LeBron James. Yeah, I don't I'm, know what you I'm want me to i the second do.
0: best player of all time. Suck on these. If, <laughs> that's
1: it. If he, let, let's say, let me, let me put it this way. If, uh, if he was as mouthy as Draymond Green was, but Draymond doesn't bitch to the refs. Never. Draymond knows what's happening. Um,
0: Draymond talks up the refs. If the, He's, like, friends with them. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, you know, I, I hate to say it because I love the guy. It might be DeMarcus Cousins.
0: Ooh. Uh, that's might a, I don't might know be DeMarcus that. Cousins. I don't know. I love Boogie, too, but, he's, man, he's a mess. Boogie, <laughs> he's a mess.
1: Boogie, Boogie whines and Boogie is, has some dirty qualities. We both it. just got blocked I, on Twitter, I, by our like, both of us right now. <laughs> like, I, but I love Boogie. That's the thing. Too, like, I, I, I want Boogie on my team. I think Boogie is maybe the most – I think he's the most entertaining player in terms of you have no idea what you're ever going to get. You're just as likely to get a 40.20 rebound performance as you are to see him get teed up twice in six minutes, and I think that makes them insanely watchable. It's true.
0: We uh, we did get off on a rant, and I do want to go back to the NBA, but uh, yeah, actually, we'll just do it now. Whatever. We'll go back to the, the last two Ranger things we have are, are nonsense anyway. So last week on this podcast, I said Warriors in four. Changed my mind.
1: <laughs> You're like, what? Warriors in three?
0: I, I don't. I, it's Warriors and four, right? They're gonna are they gonna sweep the Cavs? You think so? I think so.
1: If there was a way for them to win the series in fewer games, they would.
0: It's incredible. I watched a little bit of that game. They're playing pissed off. Oh, they're, they're pissed. They're playing pissed off. It's unfair too. It's it's like the most unfair cheat code basketball I've ever watched. It, Kevin Durant is. A they're playing pissed and Steve Kerr's back. Yeah. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know how that hot little slut got back in action so quick. He said he wasn't going to coach the entire series, and then he just went. Up, he was like, "I'm back." <laughs> Bye, Mike Brown.
1: He he, he smelled. He smelled the hot end. Yeah. Yeah, Durant. Durant's going to win MVP. He was going. Before the series started, uh, I was concerned that Durant was only plus one hundred and twenty, which seems like an just an insane bet to make. A gift now? (laughs) No, well, no, it's still an insane bet to like. There are what seven players realistically that could have won MVP in this series. Yep. So for any of them to be under plus three hundred is just insane. It is insane. No player should be that heavily a favorite for Finals MVP, where the only thing determining. You winning this award is your performance in the final. Like, think about it. There are as many scenarios for LeBron winning, for Curry winning, for Tyree winning MVP as there were for Durant before the series started. So for Durant to be plus 120 is an insane line. No one should have bet that line. And now we know exactly why it was plus 120. Guy's playing possessed. He's, He's
0: un- unreal. Unreal right now. Is it, and when they go back-to-back back threes... With him and Curry, it's just like the most demoralizing thing. You could see the Cavs be like, "Are you serious? Like, how do we stop this?" Oh, it's insane.
1: So I, uh, that series over. This, and forth. this is a. I I think it's safe to say, um, you and I detest domestic violence in any way. Oh yeah, I think it's maybe one of the most unforgivable things you could possibly do.
0: I, that was very. Safe the to say. stink
1: say. Kevin. The the stink eye Kevin Durant gave Rihanna, was the most beautiful bit. Of trash talking without saying a word that I've ever seen in my entire life. Would she bow like, to
0: LeBron? No.
1: Well, no. She was all up. She was basically on LeBron's junk. Right. In Golden State. So Durant goes down the court, basically hits the three, farts in her face, and then looks at her. <laughs> and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen.
0: Oh. If I could, if I
1: could make love to a gif, I think either that one or Mr. Met flipping off a fan. One or the other.
0: Oh yeah, we have to talk about that. Let's get to the two Ranger things, and we'll talk about Mr. Met. Um. Okay. So uh, the Rangers are still apparently interested in Kovalchuk. If the if the offer was on the table for uh, Oscar Lindbergh for Kovalchuk, do you do it?
1: One, two things here. Okay. Uh, one, the Devils aren't that stupid. They wouldn't trade Kovalchuk for just Oscar Lindbergh. And let me add on that the Devils aren't that stupid where they wouldn't say Lindbergh isn't enough, and then the Rangers would go, well, here's Nick Holden. The Devils would still say, that the Rangers actually made the offer worse, as opposed to better. There's no chance. To call um, a I think
0: that's, just, that's my point.
1: I, I just I think that entire Larry Brooks report is unfounded. I mean, I'm not one to say that Larry Brooks doesn't have people in the game, but I'm also saying that some of the people in the game that Larry Brooks talks to want things to be told a certain way. Um, Darren Drager went on radio today to say the Maple Leafs not only don't have any interest in Ilya Kovalchuk but that adding Kovalchuk at the price it would probably take to get him doesn't make sense for their long-term future and I would totally agree with that. I would also agree with he went on to add that it wouldn't make sense for the Devils to trade Kovalchuk within the division because that also makes perfect sense. Why would they? The Devils want to be competitive next year. There's no reason for them to do that. So for Larry Brooks to say that all these teams have interest in Kovalchuk. I don't, for a second, doubt that the teams have talked about it, but I think, for example, the Maple Leafs talked about it and very quickly came to the conclusion that it was a bad idea. And for Brooks to put out there that the Rangers could have Kovalchuk for Oscar Lindbergh and Nick Holden is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. That doesn't make any sense to me. They would
0: never do it. Uh, My whole point to bringing this up was there's no chance Kovalchuk's a Ranger, just get over it.
1: I, the only way Kovalchuk's a Ranger is if it doesn't require compensation to get him, and it will. If the Rangers could sign him as a, if the Rangers could sign him as a free agent, which they can I next could see year. a scenario where where they can't. I'm years. just making the case, like yeah. the only way the Rangers could sign Kovalchuk is if he plays one more year in the KHL and he's a free agent next year.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah. That's the only way
1: I see him as a Ranger.
0: Same.
1: I just, I, I don't understand why the Rangers would give up assets for Kovalchuk, and I don't know why the Devils. Would want Kovalchuk going to a team in their own division. Doesn't make any sense. They
0: wouldn't. Last bit of Ranger news: Mika Zavida's single came out. It's called Forever. Here is the description, Greg, on YouTube. Uh, sure. It's the debut single from Mika. It's hashtag Forever. It's about the ups and downs of a relationship. You want distance, but you can't stand being away from the other person. There are always things you don't you like and you don't like, but in the end, the, the feelings always make you want to stay. Is that the perfect description for your our relationship with the New York Rangers?
1: I think that's a perfect description of his relationship with Matt Zuccarello.
0: Oh man.
1: Okay, um, well here's here's my only, here's the only meaningful Mika Zubinajad take either you or I have to have. Who gives a fuck if he's making music in the offseason? Who cares? Why should any of us care? He Guy's should... allowed to have a life. Guy's allowed to have a hobby. We don't get angry when hockey players golf in the off season. So instead of golfing, Mika Zabinajad decides to hit the studio. Who cares? The dude led the team in scoring in the playoffs. He was one of the bright spots for the Rangers all season long. He suffered a broken leg and came back. was immediately back on the ice passing while on a broken leg. Mm-hmm. He gave his body for the Rangers this year. For any fan to question his commitment or any writer to question his work ethic because he decided to drop a okay. record in the off-season yeah. is insane. And by the way, Just it's his hobby, stop, man. You can do stop other being things grumpy. Other Stop yeah. being grumpy.
0: Why are you so grumpy? We're, that's our job. Let us be grumpy. Jeez. You don't,
1: see, you don't see us criticizing a business analyst who decides to start a Rangers blog in his free time for not focusing enough on his analyzing of business.
0: You don't see us complaining about not focusing on our jobs when we actually talk about the podcast all day, do you? So, you know, our jobs are complaining to us. We're fine. Or maybe they are. Who knows?
1: It's so so ridiculous. People are allowed to have hobbies.
0: They really are. Just because
1: you're a professional athlete, just because you're a professional athlete doesn't all of a sudden, like, exclude you from humanity and force you to basically be a professional athlete every day of your life. Players are allowed to do other things. They could be fathers in the offseason. They can play golf. They can, they can sit on their ass records. and play video games.
0: The, you know, they can do whatever they want.
1: Whatever the fuck they want. That's it. As long as they show up in shape for camp, That's whatever all. they got to do to get in shape for camp, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. They know what they have to do. It's not my business. I trust and I everyone to, will do it.
0: I listened to the song, Greg. It was okay. Like, it's okay. I'm not into that genre of music. It was all right. But good for him. I'm happy for it's, him.
1: I'm not going to lie. The only song I've listened to over the last week is Despacito. Okay. It's my fucking jam.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, last thing before we get to the Dustin interview and then we're done for the day. Uh, actually, I'm going to do all the plugs now. Uh, thank you all for, seriously, for supporting our Patreon over the last week. It's been incredible to see the support uh, uh, from everyone around. We already have 20 or 20 plus supporters. We've already hit our first goal. We're ordering Greg a new microphone uh, we have a Discord channel, which which people, supporters get, even for a dollar, to come chat with us and hang out and talk hockey. Obviously, next year, when the, the games are on, we're going to be talking a lot more Ranger hockey, especially during game threads and stuff like that. So I encourage you, if you want to join that, and if you want to support us, support us, holler for a dollar, and hit us up on Blue Shirts Break, and go to our Patreon, uh, and, and support us for a dollar if you think the podcast is worth a dollar. I, I'm sure we'll get more into this as the season goes on. We'll plug it once in a while, but seriously, my heartfelt appreciation for everyone out there that has supported us so far we're looking to do big things and uh just a little bit of schedule right now our newsletter comes out later this week for patreon supporters and an extra nonsense podcast comes out a month early for people on friday where i review all the items on taco bell uh with a, a our good friend liz so that'll be fun they'll come out this friday for patreon supporters and a month from now for people that are just regular listeners greg can you give me your two-minute take on mr met flipping off a fan
1: i i think it's all bullshit uh, you can't give someone the middle finger if you don't have a middle finger. <laughs> it's that simple. It's true, dude. Dude's got four fingers. He's got four fingers. Which one's the middle finger?
0: I really don't know. But you know what? You know what sold it when he uh, he did like the Italian version where he he touched his he touched yeah. His, no, he
1: added a little extra. He added Have you read the again. guy's? Um, no, I haven't. Have you read the guy's Twitter timeline of not. who posted the video? No. Oh my god. He's. Yeah, I, I'm not going to call him a white supremacist, but he leans that way.
0: Okay. All right. Wow. All right. Well. That sucks for that guy. I mean uh, so now fill me in because I haven't been paying attention. Is Mr. Met just done now? They're not gonna use the mascot anymore or they just replaced him.
1: I think they quote unquote replaced them. I mean, they say they fired the guy in the suit, but how would we know? How do we know know the guy in the suit? How do we know? Yeah. All
0: right,
1: that's that's true. That's a (laughs) good point. The Mets the Mets can't get out of their own they're they can not get out of their own way. They posted a message on Twitter apologizing for the actions of one of their employees. And now anything Terry Collins does, the Mets, Mets fans post that apology. They put a picture <laughs> of Terry Collins and then they put that apology that's up there. Hilarious. Like you have to know that's gonna happen. Just, that's hilarious. I oh, just this, this team Ryan is just, I know. A fucking train wreck. Listen, buddy. Um, I, but I got, hey, it. yeah. We're dropping so we you talked about our Patreon page. I did. We're dropping our first newsletter on Thursday, um, and in each newsletter is gonna be the Met Minute. Where I give everyone the one-minute update on the Mets, and trust me, maybe for the next rest of the season, my update is going to be this team is fucking depressing, and that's just, that's going to be all I say. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'll be doing some food stuff. I have James Clark writing a draft, uh, a draft prep for the for the newsletter that'll be every two weeks, and so that should be pretty fun. Uh, I was going to mention something else, but I can't think of it. Oh yeah, people who are out there who are already supporters, you got to give me ads to read. I got to read your ads at the beginning of the, uh, the beginning of the podcast, and also. Uh, any, any people that give us the five, or uh, on the $5 tier, you also have the nonsense questions and such like that. So hit us up for those and we got to get those going. So we'll get that worked on. And then, uh, yeah.
1: And don't want if you don't want Ryan to read the ad, just know that it would be extra work for me to read the ad and Ryan record it, which I am all about.
0: Uh, yeah. Pretty upset about that. So whatever you guys want to do, as long as we're, <laughs> you guys are supporters and we really appreciate that, uh, follow us on Twitter at Blue Church Break. Let's head over to the Dustin interview and then we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week after this interview, of course. Love you. Interview time. Beep. Hey, and we're back with the head moderator of the Golden Knights. The Dark Knights? The Evil Knights? uh, The new hockey team in Las Vegas. His name is Dustin Steves. Dustin, I said that correct. That's true? Yeah, you bet. Oh, okay. So, uh, you're... Ki- the first thing, I just met you. You're a Kings <laughs> yeah. fan, and you're Canadian. Please. Canadian
2: Kings fan. <laughs>
0: please explain how that
2: happened. <laughs> uh, My dad is a uh, diehard Maple Leaf fan. He... Always has been, always will be. And uh, when I was a kid and he introduced me to hockey, it was around 95, 96 when Gretzky played for the Kings. Uh, my choices were basically uh, the Leafs or anybody else. And Gretzky was all anyone could talk about at the time. So I made the right choice, apparently. <laughs> so what you're
0: saying is if you gotten to hockey four years later, you'd be a Ranger fan?
2: Uh, well, let's not go that far, I'm
0: I'm just just trying trying to lay it out there, just using your reasoning. Um, So, so Dustin, we brought you on today to talk a little bit about Las Vegas and how that's going to affect the Rangers and maybe the rest of the league, too. Uh, Greg told me to do an expansion draft, and I didn't do it, so... that was (laughs) Uh, I'm just admitting it right now. Uh, What, so far, have you seen that the Golden Knights have interest in uh, from the Rangers' side?
2: Uh, I mean, the Rangers, they're... Well <laughs> I mean pretty much pretty much no matter what Vegas can pick up somebody great from the Rangers. Like you've got uh you've got four guys with no movement clauses, I believe. Uh Girardi, Nash, Stall, and Lungfist. Yep. And you can protect, you know, if you go the seven forward, three defensemen, one goaltender, or the eight skaters, one goaltender. Pretty much no matter what, Vegas can pick somebody with at least forty points last season. So Unless they want to go with uh, Ranta, which...
0: Which seems I... to be the popular pick right now, which is why I was about to yeah. ask you. Most mock drafts I've read today, because I didn't do my own, but I did read a bunch, have <laughs> have uh, Ranta being taken from the Rangers. Yeah. Do, you, do you see that happening? Can we convince them to take Nick Holden? How do we do this?
2: Um, I mean, there's not much else for uh, goaltenders right now. like. There was a lot of talk about Grubauer from Washington and uh, Smith from Arizona if they let him go, and Flurry is obviously the popular choice, I guess, too. But uh, so, I mean, I would, if I was Foley or uh, or not Foley, uh, McPhee, I would probably take Ranta.
0: Is it because the cap hit is just ridiculously low, and you're not you don't want to play pay for Flurry while you're developing, or?
2: Uh, they've kind of said that they want to go young, uh, in. So As far as uh goaltenders, at least, so I
0: was about to say, but I mean, they've ha- also said like they're ready to take bad contracts, so <laughs> for the right price, for the right price. Okay,
1: so what is the right place for you to take the rotting corpse of Mark Stoll? <laughs> I mean, uh,
2: what, uh, what's your highest draft pick you guys got?
0: <laughs> we, have a, we have a first, you want a first?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean. Throw in a first and a third, maybe? and
0: <laughs> Honestly, I'll tell you right now, we would do that. It would be, <laughs> and we would do it in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even be a Maybe question. some retained <laughs> salary? Yeah, that would be the tough part. Um, <laughs> I, I think we'd, we, we could work with that. Greg, do you think we'd do something like that?
1: Uh, I, I I mean, I would love it. I just want him off my team. Dustin, I'm <laughs> really curious, though, how an L.A. fan from Saskatchewan <laughs> decides he wants to undertake moderating Golden Knights hockey, hockey. but I mean what motivated you to be the guy in that subreddit?
2: Um, I moderate a few other uh, not exactly large but like six seven thousand people subreddits and uh, I've got a lot of experience with it. I've been building subreddits a long time and got a bunch of CSS experience Uh, so I mean I, I knew that I could at least like put it together And the plan was always, uh, me and a couple other guys from the hockey sub, our plan was to kind of put it together and get it up and running, like give it its own legs and then hand it off. And everyone else um, handed it off. And uh, like you guys probably know the grizzy guy from the hockey sub there. Um, And yeah, everyone else was ready to let go of it and, we all kind of talked about it and decided that I was going to stay on. Just I, I developed a lot more uh, interest in it than I thought I would, and it kind of kind of took a hold of me as – Like just seeing everything develop was kind of interesting. And
0: well, there's I don't know, there's I just, no real fans right now. We could agree on that, like yeah, it, pretty
2: much. <laughs>
0: it's, it's like right now, people in in Vegas. Some of them are like, "Oh, cool, we're getting a hockey team," but no one is like, "Oh, this is like." This is my new thing. I'm switching off my team. Anyone who liked hockey already probably has their own team, and yeah, isn't exactly gonna be, isn't like, gonna be changing. it's gonna be you're gonna be generating new fans, or that's the hope yeah that.
2: yeah like with with everything that the kings have done for me i' I'm always gonna be primarily a king's fan, but they're they're probably a might develop into a close second
0: with everything the kings have done for me, I cry myself to sleep at night. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it, can, uh, I can
1: is it understand say, that. <laughs> is, is it say, say doesn't right now it's more of a hockey fan curiosity than it is a fan base? People want to see what's happening. And, I mean, let's be honest, the expansion draft might be the most interesting thing that's happened to the NHL in the last 10 years. It's always fascinating when something like this happens. Yeah, are these exactly. just Is the community right now just fans super curious about the process or are there a handful of guys that are truly interested in Vegas and they're a fan of that
2: uh, a bit of both I guess mostly I'd say curiosity but there's there have been quite a few posts from uh, like Vegas locals and and even guys that said that they were uh, abandoning their primary team basically there was I know there was a Washington fan a couple of weeks ago when they oh uh, the poor guy yeah <laughs> he's not a poor When not guy uh... the guy
0: has a great life like you know he gets to watch great regular <laughs> season hockey and then cry the, rest of the off season. it's fine he's fine whatever sorry yeah. to interrupt you
2: no no worries. Uh there was like there's been there's been fans of other teams that said that they're they're going to be switching over to Vegas whether they whether they had to move to Vegas or they're they're sick of the Capitals whatever they're Or they're an their Avalanche cases.
0: fan. <laughs> yeah. So, I'd rather take that. Yeah, there
2: Yeah, there've been uh quite a few guys that have hopped on board so you, pretty much
0: you don't for ever the whole, see yourself right? like falling in love with Vegas, like you're living, where are you living now? You're still in Canada, right?
2: Oh yeah. Always lived in Canada. Oh yeah, of course. Uh,
0: how do I, how would I not know that? But
2: <laughs> being the uh, head moderator for Vegas and yeah. a primary king fan. Yeah, naturally I'm from the great plains of Western Canada.
0: Everyone everyone knows that. That's how that works. Um, <laughs> well, especially, is there any move that you're expecting with this team going forward that's going to be sort of a surprise do you think to see them trading for any sort of all-star because they're going to want to bring in fans right so they're going to want to get an all-star there or am i wrong uh, i wrong in that they're just going to build from within
2: i mean uh McPhee hasn't really uh hasn't really said a whole bunch about how he's going to be uh building the team he kind of gave a lot of cookie cutter answers with uh you know he said we want to be big and fast and we want to get pucks to the net kind of thing. So good, it's, it's yeah, it's it's kind of hard to gauge uh like what their intentions are, but I mean they've they're definitely in a really good place if they want to be able to uh acquire an all-star because there are gonna be a lot of teams throwing picks at them in order to basically bribe them not to take certain players. So it's uh like they could they could set themselves up to get someone Pretty good, right out of the gate.
0: Let me ask this. What player do you think, is there a player in particular that a team is trying to protect? Because I haven't gone through all the teams, and I know you've been moderating over there. So is there a player that you think a particular team is trying to protect? Maybe a Tampa Bay or a, a team that's sort of deep that you think that they're going to get thrown picks for? To not take? Um,
2: Chicago has. Uh, mm, that's I know. Yeah, I know Chicago has been. Talking to Vegas because, because Chicago's been throwing out no movement clauses like candies. Basically, they've they've already got eight people that they have
0: to protect. That much? Holy crap! Yeah, they Know
2: that? have Yeah, they've got. Uh, I got it written down here. It's Anisimov, Crawford, Chalmerson, Hosek, Kane, Keith, Seabrook, and Taves.
0: Wait, quick question. I'm. I, I I don't follow the Hawks like religiously. How could Crawford just be like, yeah, I want a no movement clause? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, sure.
1: Yeah, you want a cut? It's that simple. Yeah, Um, I guess so. Dustin, you talked about Vegas possibly wanting an all star, and unlike Ryan, I was a good co host and played (laughs) around with some draft simulators today. If (laughs) I know Vegas has talked about going young, has there been any chatter about Vegas taking Marion Gabrick from the Kings? He could immediately be a star. I mean, he's not the biggest star anymore, but this is a guy that still has name value.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, There's been. There's been chatter. There's there's been a lot of chatter about uh, Dustin Brown as well. Uh, Like when when is healthy, he's probably like in my top three favorite Kings. But uh, you know, seeing him healthy is like seeing an eclipse. It's kind of rare. Oh, we've been. Oh, I saw saw it. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah,
0: I I remember that. He scored a lot of goals. It was. uh, He was the only person not hitting the the pipes that night so that was nice
1: good for him oh boy yeah Yeah, there's uh... he just of all the names there were three names that stood out to me that are that is available to where if vegas wanted a start it was really mark andre Fleury with the penguins yeah uh luongo is going to be available with the panthers but he's 38 yeah and really the only skater that i saw was gabarik and i know gabarik's 35 and like you said can't stay healthy but i mean he he is a name and he will score goals. It's just, Oh yeah. Can he stay on the ice? But uh, like if, if I'm Vegas
2: and my, my choices are Brown and Gabarik, I I think I would take Brown. Like Gabarik's probably putting up more points, but uh, like Dustin Brown was, you know, captained LA to two cups. And he's, I mean, he did have kind of a bounce back season last season because uh, After 2014, he kind of started going, well, even as of 2014, he was already going pretty far downhill in terms of production. But uh, like just just in terms of locker room presence and leadership, I think I would take Brown over Gaberick if I
0: were them. I wonder how much that matters to building a new team. There's so many different aspects that go into this, I don't know, just creating this Misfits team of Las Vegas (laughs) characters. I have no idea. Also, I you know if I'm if I'm a player and I get drafted like, at, least, at least I'm going to Vegas. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. If I'm older, I do not like this. I, my, my wife is going to be pissed like all the time. So I
1: I uh, I hear Vegas is very popular with NHL players. So I don't I don't know necessarily if most players will be angry by going to Vegas. From what from what I've heard, sources I guess is what you could call them. Yes. Vegas is a very popular destination for. Young players in the NHL. They oh. enjoy it very much. Look
2: really? at Jared Stoll. I mean, he enjoyed <laughs> Vegas. He enjoyed Vegas a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish I could enjoy Vegas the way Jared Stoll enjoys Vegas.
0: Let me ask Every you one this. Day. So, the NHL now is going to 31 teams. You know, you talk you're over at our hockey a lot. You're also Canadian, so I'm considering you're an expert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's gonna, they're going to expand again or are they going to move Arizona first? Like, will there be a 32nd team that goes to Seattle in the next couple years? Or will Arizona end up moving somewhere else?
2: Uh I haven't really looked at Arizona's uh attendance in the last maybe two seasons. I know they they were well,
0: pretty, neither uh, neither has anyone else. There. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no one shows up. Which is why Didn't I would they, say uh, like you you know, you put it in the desert. At least with Las Vegas, it's a popular destination. You're gonna get big, Yeah, you got the
2: tourism aspect. Yeah, you're gonna and... get big
0: market teams like there's a chance I I could go out there for a Ranger game if it's on a weekend, you know, like just talking about yeah. crazy, like it could happen. Yeah. But with Arizona, you're like, well, what the hell is this? It's in the middle of nowhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, my didn't they uh didn't they change stadiums like t- a couple of seasons ago? Yeah.
1: The big the big problem with hockey in Arizona is not that Arizona isn't hockey rabbit. I mean, Austin Matthews is a section of the population that cares about it. The problem is they play in Glendale, which yeah. is like. If a instead of the Rangers playing New York City, they played in Terrytown, Yeah. Or the city and they tried. Greg, you're New becoming York city. a little bit of a robot. Glendale's not easy to get to.
0: No, it's not. Um, it happens. It happens. Uh, so, listen, <laughs> I heard you have a story that you got a tattoo of a player. Uh, oh, I want to give you the stage here to, to tell the entire story of how that happened.
2: Oh boy! Um,
0: <laughs> so you lost the bet. I'll, I'll I'll start you off. That's all I know. Well, I mean, I mean,
2: technically, if we're if we're real about it, I kind of won the bet.
0: Okay. And I and I, I
2: still had to do that. <laughs> well, I guess I didn't have to, but all I'm right. a man of my word, and I I, I what said I would. Was so I the did. Bet? Um, <laughs> this was uh, last year when. Drew Doughty won the Norris. Uh, this was during Elliot Friedman's AMA on the hockey subreddit okay And uh, this was oh, I, I don't even remember the date of his AMA, but uh, basically Doughty's numbers were sinking like a rock and Carlson's were going through the roof. Carlson was already pretty much probably the favorite to uh, win the Norris. And in Elliott Friedman's AMA, he predicted that Doughty would win it. Oh, So I, I kind of uh, just in passing said, uh, you know what? Like, I don't even think that that'll happen, but I am very hopeful that it'll happen, obviously. I obviously want Drew Doughty to win the Norris. I said, uh, if Drew wins the Norris, I will happily get his name tattooed on my ass.
0: And and here we are is what
2: you're saying so uh so june rolled around or may rolled around and the nominees were announced and drew was nominated and i started getting a little uh little hot in the heels and yep palm started sweating a little bit and i i kept getting messages about it on reddit and uh people were tweeting at me and some some people saw it from like friends on facebook and uh then the NHL awards rolled around, and that was it for you. what and, was, what was yeah. that like
0: to the tattoo artist when you were like, "So I need this name <laughs> on my butt. It's Drew Could you get that for me?"
2: Uh, yeah, that's pretty much exactly how it went. Uh, she's she's done four or five of my tattoos so far, so okay. Uh, I, I kind of gave her a heads one. up.
0: Yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> if this wasn't your first one, I think it would be like this would probably be a problem. If this is your first tattoo, it was like a tattoo of Drew Dar's name on your ass. But you have multiple, so you're all good. Oh uh, yeah.
2: yeah, but what better first tattoo story could there possibly be than that?
0: Very few. Uh, there's, I, there's, I believe there's another one on the subreddit where somebody got a picture of someone uh, else tattooed on Cory
2: Perry. So, like, Corey Perry is a saint. Was one of them. He got it tattooed on his on his calf, I oh, believe. My God. <laughs> That's amazing. yeah. I uh. I gave my tattoo artist a heads up. I said, like, just, this might just happen, so you know, too. this might happen. And uh, immediately, like, within an hour of uh, Drew winning it, I, I messaged her. I said, I said, hey, it happened. We gotta, we gotta book me, book me in. And uh, I think it was two di- two days later. I had it on my ass.
1: <laughs> what uh, what what was the decision process to choose the font? That that's the one I want to know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was actually quite a process in the uh, tattoo shop. Um, Wait,
0: can I guess? Is it a script?
2: No, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, right. that was that was one of the first ones. That was one of the first choices, just for the uh, the comic factor. Okay, I wanted to go. I'm gonna go with Arial Bold. <laughs> I wanted to go with uh, Comic
0: Sans. Script?
2: No, I wanted to go with script and then with a, a big tail on the Y that made a heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would
2: have been awesome, but uh, okay. but uh, at the end of it, I went with. Uh, I'm I'm literally trying to look at it right now. I couldn't remember if it was all capitals or not. First on the podcast, um,
0: guest tries to look at ass while talking. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um. No, I don't. I don't even know. I don't. Don't remember what the font was called. It's just. Okay. I don't. Know, kind of a kind of a old gothic oh, style old font. Old gothic
0: ass style. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: What What does your maple leaf loving father think about this king's tattoo on your ass?
2: Oh boy, um, well, I've got a I've got a Freddie Mercury tattoo on my left arm, but that's fine. And yeah, but <laughs> my dad has a mustache that looks exactly like Freddie's did. It's a tribute then. So uh, yeah, I, I, when I first walked in with that tattoo, he looked at me real quizzically and he said, "Like, is is that me?" Like, because <laughs> it's just a it's a stencil tattoo kind of deal. So I, as soon as as soon as I came home with that, I mean. He just learned not to care at this point. I think. After a while, he just kind of he, he laughed about it. He know, just shook his head.
0: We don't lie about that. Not caring on <laughs> this podcast, anyway. Uh, uh, Greg, before we let us out of here, is there any other Vegas questions we want to ask
1: Um, I don't know. I no. mean, if if I don't, I don't. I mean, everything is just so vague and up in the air. I just think the whole movement surrounding. People becoming Kings fan is fascinating. I think it's super intriguing that you're spearheading it with like Golden Knights on Reddit. That was really the purpose of having you on, just the fact that, because I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I tried to look for like a team-oriented blog. Oh, there's nothing. Writer that they, I could bring on, they and nothing. they just, they, they don't exist yet. So yeah, the exactly. fact that there's already a subreddit is pretty cool. But are uh...
0: to all your Golden Knight fans out there, you want to start a podcast, now's the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the time. we're uh, very, we're very steadily creeping up on Florida to be, not the fewest subscriber count on Reddit for team subreddits. Wow, we're only poor, poor uh, Florida. I poor we're about, Florida. I think we're about, I think we're about two hundred behind Florida right now. In uh, in the couple months
1: that I've been doing this, if Vegas signs Yager and drafts Roberto Luongo, I think you'll get all the Panther fans. <laughs> Really I time. mean, if the Panthers keep
2: underperforming, I think we might already get all the Florida fans. So,
0: um, Is there anything we've missed or there's something that we should be knowing about the, the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights or anything like that before you head out of here?
2: Oh, boy. Um,
0: like you said, there's there's not that much information out there. So if there's not, you know, that's fine. But I just wanted to ask one more time.
2: I mean, I think we kind of covered all the bases. Okay. like.
0: Well, we'll look forward to, to the over. expansion draft in like two, three weeks from now, which I'm sure will be yeah. an absolute festivity. So. That's
2: on the uh, 21st, I believe. It is
0: June 21st. Starts
2: starts on the 21st,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, thank you for coming on. If you would like to go subscribe to the, the subreddit, well, well, what is are you going to let him
1: know about asking him the question we ask everybody.
0: Oh, is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: No, not at My all.
2: Guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, at <laughs> like
2: My guy. Yeah. Yeah. My
1: guy. I don't, know what, I don't know what you guys are eating up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, but it ain't sandwiches.
0: <laughs> Team Canada on Team Ryan. Thank you so much. Uh, what, what's the name of the subreddit? It's just Golden Knights?
2: Just star slash Golden Knights, yeah.
0: All right, you guys can go there if you want to get some Vegas news, if you want to just check out there. And and listen, the only reason you should go is so you, you can be the subs, uh, higher subreddit than Florida. So exactly. get, get over there, Ranger fans, and make it a higher subreddit than Florida, and we will keep in touch with you, Dustin. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Bye-bye. See ya.